0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role-playing games, because sometimes they're the loneliest fun. Yeah, so my last few episodes have been pretty heavy. On some pretty weighty RPG topics with a lot of voicemails and a lot of back and forth, a little bit of drunkenness (laughs) on my part. My bad, that happens sometimes. It's funny, when I was younger, I used to abuse alcohol, but now it abuses me. (laughs) That's gotta be like some old stand up joke, right? I just thought of that this morning, but that's gotta be some, that's gotta be a thing. Anyway. Today, I just kind of want to hang out and talk about uh, talk about Beyond the Wall, because I'm getting ready to run the game on the 30th of October, 2021, and so I've really started to get it together, get the game together, right? Like, this is just going to be a one-shot, okay, I've, I've fully accepted that. But I'm really excited <laughs> about it. And I, I'm i sort of treating this prep how I would treat starting off a new campaign. So, I forget if I've mentioned it. But I put out a couple um, ideas for adventure to the group that's going to be playing in this game. Um, based on the scenario packs that come with beyond the wall and plus a couple others and they picked uh, a fey based fey themed adventure and i'm all in i'm all about it it's awesome so first off the scenario packs are these amazing little couple page booklets that have six or seven tables on it that you roll on And it gives you just this awesome bare bones skeleton of an adventure that you then flesh out. And it's just the tables are so full of awesome ideas and inspiration and stuff. And when I put the when I first started putting this adventure together, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll on these tables. and I'm not going to do what I always do when I'm doing this kind of thing where I roll and then see what I get. And then that roll lets me know what I actually want. <laughs> I'm actually going to stick with the rolls. And it's funny because it's turned out to be pretty awesome. I made some I, – I think I made two changes other than what I roll. But for the most part, I rolled it all, looked at it, and was like, oh, okay, so this is how this all works together. Dope. So, yeah. Yeah. I have the basic premise, the bare bones, and then last night things really started to coalesce in my mind on how how the adventure is going to kick off, how things are going to what things are going to be like in the beginning cuz you know obviously you never know where things are going to go. But with a one shot you do have a little more idea cuz you're it's a little more structured. Of an event when you're, because this this is literally a one shot. It's not one of those, hey, you wanna play a one shot? Ah, it's actually five sessions. <laughs> no, this is a one shot. We will build characters and finish this adventure all in one session. And it's my hope and my intent to get this new person who's gonna be playing with us to be like, holy shit, this is awesome. I wanna come back next week. And I want to keep coming back every week for infinity years. That That is my plan. That is my hope. We'll see if this happens. So how do I prep? How do I prep for a campaign? Even though it's just a one-shot. But like I said, it's like a campaign. So now that I know the theme, the theme is Fae. And I'm a little familiar with some Fae. But I went... You know, I, I've been immersing myself in fairy lore, and this is fairy f e f a e r r i e, not f a i r y. This is old school Irish, English, German, uh, even stuff from the Far East. Like this is deep fairy lore, and I am all about it. Uh, so one of the ways i've been immersing myself is uh watching videos and listening to podcasts and there's two channels that i'm getting a a ton of information from two youtube channels the first that i've been watching for a while now is called scary fairy godmother she's amazing uh awesome voice really cool stories She's putting together this whole series uh, that she calls the Scary Fairy Bestiary or the Scary Fairy Dictionary, (laughs) both of which are amazing, fun names, fun things to say. But just a series of videos on a bunch of different fey creatures starting from A and working her way down. Uh, A bunch of, you know, quote unquote, true life fairy encounters she focuses a lot more on like modern day fairy stories, which is cool, but I mostly am into her for the atmosphere and just the bestiary to get an idea of some of these fae. Because it's funny, what used to be counted as fae or fairy, now in modern game terms, like in D&D and Pathfinder and stuff, a lot of these creatures are considered undead or demons and stuff. But, you know, when, <laughs> when the folks were originally putting together these bestiaries, they were just grabbing myths from all over the world. and like, oh, this sounds a little like undead. We need some more undead shit. Okay, boom, this is undead now. It's not fake anymore. So that's been fun and really eye-opening. I'm like, oh, shit, totally. <laughs> that's an undead in Pathfinder. Um, but, yeah, that's another thing is there's this link... Between the, the fine folk, the fair folk, the fae, and death and spirits. And a lot of the fae deal with the transition between life and death. And if you're not buried properly or given your last rites, they can swoop up and steal your spirit. And it's not that you're undead then at that point. It's that you're fae-touch, you're fae-corrupted. And I think that's a really cool, a really cool way to think about stuff. And the other YouTube channel I've been watching a lot of that I just recently discovered since I started prepping for this is called uh Encounters with the Good People. And this is a really cool channel. She tells a lot of older fairy stories from, you know, medieval times and before and even from like the 18th century and stuff. Uh and yeah, she's got a great voice too, even though she's Australian. It's cool, I still listen to her. <laughs> I I I had to... I, I wasn't sure <laughs> if she was Australian or New Zealand. I had to go to an expert, and then I got scolded for my ignorance. I was pretty positive she was Australian, but I needed to double-check because it was driving me bonkers. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um. So yeah, I've just been watching and falling asleep to... These videos about the fae and fairy encounters. Just to really get that vibe going. Plus, because we're playing the day before Halloween. Which is also Devil's Night. I want to try and make this spooky. And the fae are spooky as shit. (laughs) They are spooky as shit. You go into the woods thinking you're going on a hike. You just don't come back out. Ever. (laughs) Sometimes. That happens. So... Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get this cool blend of fairy and spooky together, and I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be awesome. So that's sort of how I prep. That's like my baseline, right? I try and immerse myself in whatever theme the campaign is going to start out with and be kind of centered around so yeah i'm I'm deep into the fae and the fairy yes i know i'm a 43 year old dude studying researching fairy stuff and that's that's cool i <laughs> i was telling my sister about it and <laughs> she had some less than kind things to say in a very loving sisterly older sisterly kind of way uh but you know i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do man <laughs> so okay so now I, i i'm i'm deep in the theme feeling good about the atmosphere ready to go now like the actual practical part of it comes especially with this new player i want there to be stuff for her to look at to touch to read all that shit right so i'm like okay cool I need maps. I got to start putting together dire entries that they can find. I start going all Call of Cthulhu on it and building handouts and shit. Because personally, as a player, I love that stuff. It is one of my favorite parts about playing in-person games. It's those physical handouts, those tactile things that you're like, oh shit, okay. So I've been looking around to try and find a cool world map because I don't draw. That's not a thing I do. And I, I found a really cool map, an old sort of medieval looking map of Ireland. And I was, and when I was looking at it, I was like, okay, cool. This doesn't have any words on it. Like, you know, city names or anything like that. Perfect. It was super cheap anyway, ordered it off of Amazon Showed up like two days later. It's an awesome map. I, I really love it. But it's got words all over it. <laughs> it's got fucking writing all over it. So I was like, shit, that's not going to work. But I do like the idea of setting it in, you know, fantasy British Isles. Uh, so Albion, whatever the old name for Ireland was. I looked it up. It was like o g y g, some other thing I don't know how to pronounce that um so what I think I'm gonna do is find a cool like topographical map, an unlabeled topographical map of the u k and have that printed up. just take it to friggin where at Kinko's or whatever, have that printed up. use that as my map um beyond the wall provides you with a village map, which is amazing, it's basically just this. Blank piece of paper with a little picture of an inn in the middle. And then you fill in the rest of the map as you build your characters. That's part of the character creation process. One of the things that I love. So, yeah. So, we'll have a world map. We'll have a village map. And I'm not going to really use maps and minis for this. Because you do not need to for combat. It's all theater of the mind. But... Yeah, I I might throw some minis out on the table. I might go through my minis if I if I have the time. But I don't think so cuz I don't really have the miniatures for this sort of adventure. I don't really have a lot of fae themed miniatures. I mostly have I have a lot of demons, a lot of undead, a lot of goblins, stuff like that. But I think I really hope it's gonna be awesome. And I know there there's the distinct possibility that no matter what I do, this new player is gonna be like, huh, that was cool. Um not for me. That's that's a possibility of a thing that could happen. The other possibility is for her to be like, Oh my god, I love this. I don't have the time. I can't I can't commit to You know, being a long-term player. And that's a possibility too. And I'm I'm prepared for those in my mind. But not in my heart. (laughs) I've really, really enjoyed prepping for a new campaign again. I would love for this to lead just right into a new campaign. That would be amazing. I would be so tickled pink with that. I like this world that we're putting together... I'm excited to see what the village ends up being like, because like I said, that's a major part of character creation. Um, Cause for character creation and beyond the wall, you get these things called playbooks and each playbook comes with a series of five to seven tables that you roll on that give you your character backstory. And some of those tables have a symbol, either a symbol of a hand or a symbol of a scroll. And if the table has a symbol of the hand on it, you need to come up with an NPC. And if it's got a symbol of the scroll, you come up with a location. So you build this world, you build this village up together. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm just really excited. Um, Yeah. Beyond the wall seems super, super fun. I do have some questions. um, Cause I, you know, I don't play a lot of these older style games. So with experience, with experience points, Beyond the Wall is based on defeating monsters. That's how you get XP. It's not XP for gold, though that is an optional rule. Um, but so everything has a really low XP value and you need you know at least like two grand to level up. And the classes all do level up at different rates, which is fun, like the old school way. But it just seems like it would take forever. So do you split the XP? So say the characters take on a monster that's worth like 85 XP, and there's three players. Do each one of those three players get 85 experience? Or do you split the 85 experience between the three of them? So they each get... What is that? Oh, man, I didn't... (laughs) 27 or something. Um, Cause yeah, it just seems like it would take forever. <laughs> I don't know. There's that. I think that's my main question. Other than that, I just got to figure out, you know, I know that grappling is going to come into play and I won't talk about why because some of my players listen to this show, but I know that grappling will probably come into play. So, you know, I've talked about it on the Audio Dungeon Discord, but now I need to come up with rules for how grappling is going to work, how you can escape from it, all that stuff. And that's fun and interesting, but like I say to a message I left on BJ, the Arcade Alienist show that hasn't come out yet, I just, you know, I like one of the reasons I like having rules, and this is something I've talked about before, but... I'd rather spend my creative capital on coming up with cool world stuff than coming up with cool rules stuff. And that's just me. That's just me. You know, I'm not saying it's bad at all because it's fun. I like coming up with how this is going to work, how grappling will work. But personally, I would rather spend that time building out the world or thinking about NPCs and stuff. But that's, that's not a knock on this system. Cause like I've said, I love this system. It's, it seems really fun. I hope the players will like it. I think they will. It's pretty intuitive. You know, it'll take a little while for me to teach them that sometimes rolling low is good. And, you know, th- they might get a little confused that sometimes you're supposed to roll low, other times you're supposed to roll high, but we'll we'll get through that. I don't think that'll be too much of a too much of a bugaboo. But yeah, I that, you know, I, I just It felt really good to be working, prepping for a new adventure, a new campaign for a game that I'm going to play around the table. And that's not knocking online games at all because online games are great. I do really want to get back to my Pathfinder um, little West Marches style whatever that I was running a while ago. Hopefully, I'll get back to that soon. I know I said October. I would like that to happen, but (sighs) things are things, (laughs) right? But it's just, yeah, it's felt super good. Uh, It's really energized me as far as like gaming goes. Like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Especially last night. Like, a lot of stuff just came together and clicked in my mind. I was like, oh, so that's what happened. Got it. Got it. Okay, And that's great. Like, I love that feeling when you're just like, cool. Now now I have the adventure. Now it can like I could run that thing. I could run it right now. Like if they all showed up at my house and like we want to play now, I'd be like, cool, let's do it. Whereas if they would have showed up last night, I would have been like, "Okay, let's do it. But we're going to be scrambling a bit here. Now I'm ready. Like, here's the start boom, go. What What do you do? Here's the situation. What the hell do you do? I can't wait. I can't wait for the game. It's, it's going to be, so for the past several Halloweens, not counting last Halloween because that was stupid and dumb, uh, but for the previous two or three Halloweens before that, me and my home group we'd play Monster Hearts on Halloween. We had a, an ongoing Monster Hearts game. So it's going to be weird to play another game on Halloween that isn't Monster Hearts. But, you know, we got a different group now, so play a different game. Because, I don't know, you don't really want someone's... I, no, I don't know if that's true. Someone's first experience with RPGs being Monster Hearts... that's an interesting interesting choice it can be done uh, but you better know that person pretty damn well especially with my group things get very spicy Um, but yeah everybody sorry for all the ums and uhs and everything I'm just kind of going off the cuff I think that's it I'm super stoked for the game on the 30th I'm super stoked for Beyond the Wall and other adventures as a system I think it's fantastic. Mean old Jason will say it's not OSR, and so will some other people. But, you know, it calls itself OSR. Other people call it OSR. So I'm playing an OSR game. So take that. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. If you've never checked it out, the game Beyond the Wall, do it. It's by Flatland Games. They got a ton of free resources that you can download. Uh, It's great. It's fantastic. I love it. I love everything about it so far. So yeah, I will give you a report, an in-depth report on the adventure and everything after we play. But like I said, some of my players listen to these episodes. I don't want to say too much. Don't want to say too much. So that's it. (laughs) That's what this was. I hope everybody enjoyed it. It's a little glimpse into into how I prep, uh, which basically comes down to immersion and then getting together handouts and props. That's pretty much how I prep. I'm uh, not trying to plot out how the adventure is going to go or anything like that. That shit will all take care of itself at the table. But, yeah. I did... I did stop myself. I almost ordered this $75 canvas map of medieval England. <laughs> Shit, it was awesome off of Amazon. It was amazing. I was like, no, god damn it. This is a one shot. You're not spending $75 on a friggin' canvas map of medieval England. That's not <laughs> that's not happening for this. So okay. I, I restrained myself there. I'm very proud of that. Anyway, everybody. I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm working on probably about two hours of sleep. That sucked. Last night sucked. (laughs) But hopefully tonight will be a better night. I love you all. And until next time, folks, be good to yourself, be better to others, and peace out. Here's a little addendum. If anyone out there has a fun little spooky Fae-based Not even Encounter, because again, this is just like a three hour, maybe four hour long one shot, but a cool, spooky, fey based idea or scene or something. Let me know if you call it in before the 30th, maybe I can work it in anyway. okay this time for real. Goodbye.